Hey, Connor. Hi, Kenzie. How are you? I am wonderful. How the heck are you? Are you fun, fresh, and fabulous? Oh, girl, I am so fun, fresh, and fabulous. (laughs) You sure sound like it. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're having a moment. It's a moment. But this is going to be an interesting episode, and you should... You should probably go ahead and tell the listeners why it is, because we're doing something a little bit different tonight. So um, it is a deep episode like we normally do. Yes. Um, however. Yes. It is fully raw and unscripted. I'm going to say yes. raw just because like we don't literally have a single ounce of a script in front of us. No, we don't. We we were kind of like to be so we're transparent with you guys. Yes. Obviously, it was a little bit hard to come up with a topic for this specific recording tonight. Yes. And this is a topic that Connor and I have probably, this is dramatic to say, we we haven't based our friendship off of, but mm-hmm. we relate to the most with each Together. other about it. Yeah. So we talk about this a lot and we are kind of not in the best mindset to be like, I think we're just both chaotic right now with yeah. life and everything going on. So we thought that this would be the perfect episode that we can totally talk to you guys about without anything. Like we just, we know the topic and we're just going to run with it. So this yeah. might get a little chaotic, a little random, but you may go on tangents that you don't expect. No, but you're um, here for a reason, right? So yeah, exactly. You're here Cause you like to listen to us ramble. So, full disclaimer before we talk about our topic, and if this is something that makes you uncomfortable, please probably skip this episode. Um, This is going to be probably a little bit triggering for people that have to deal with this topic. So, Connor and I are actually going to talk about weight, yes, body insecurities, body issues, things that we've discovered and learned as we've grown into our adulthood, childhood. So, like I said, and Connor can elaborate on this, this is probably going to be very triggering for some people yes and i would specifically advise that if there is any underlining like scarceness of talking about weight mm-hmm. i would probably definitely not yeah, listen es- to this episode especially to, like if you currently are suffering with like an eating disorder yes. or um you have trauma surrounding weight uh-huh um we sh- and probably bullying and that kind of yes. stuff as well um we don't recommend listening to this episode yeah just because we are going to be talking about our experiences growing up being plus size. Yes. Um, and that does involve the downsides of it, which do include topics like eating disorders. And yeah. Bullying and harassment from men and stuff like that. So. So we love you guys. If you yes. are going to pause and take a take a week off, we understand. Yeah, we get it, girl. And we love you. And we'll see you next episode. Yes. I'm doing little hand hearts with my finger. I know. But for anybody else that, you know, is curious and maybe if you can relate to Connor and I or yeah. we appreciate our friends that can't relate to us but still want to be educated on this yeah. subject, we're, totally. we're here to talk about it. So I think what we should do, Connor, first, again, literally, we have no script. Like this yep. is full on just him and I talking. You are hearing us live and in studio. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell, tell them what, how, how was it to grow up? Like, how was your childhood growing up with that certain topic? And uh, we can kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, so I really became known as like the fat kid Uh circa like third grade. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say like third, fourth grade. Mm -hmm. When I was little, little, I was very small. Oh. I had a very big head. Okay. (laughs) very big head i'm crying and um but i was small because i was outside all the time i grew up on a farm like for the first four years of my life Mm -hmm. and then 
Um, it didn't really eat, like, a lot of junk food, but it was a lot of homegrown ingredients like that. So, like, I was very much living a different lifestyle than when I moved to the town that I live in now. Mm-hmm. Total 180. When I moved to the town that I live in now, I did do sports for, like, the first couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, like, soccer, baseball. Um, hated it. Soccer, I would pretend like I was having a heart attack. I'm crying. And baseball, I would pick the flowers in the field um, until I got hit in the stomach uh, during machine pitch by a kid who Oof. did not warn me he was going to throw me the ball. And then I quit on the spot. Um, I would have too. So then I stopped doing like actual sports and then I gained weight. I would eat junk food all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my babysitter that I used to go to gave us snacks a lot. And mm-hmm. so it was like junk food. Mm-hmm. Like, And I don't blame her, obviously. So like I just mm-hmm. wasn't in a very healthy environment. So I gained a lot of weight. I got picked on um, mm-hmm. starting in fifth grade into middle school, I would say. Mm-hmm. Really, really bad. Um, bad to the point of like my mom had to, it was not even just that though it was also me like being gay mm-hmm. and like not fully knowing it yet yeah so the combination of like being fat and gay growing up was really hard yeah <laughs> um and, and there's a point my mom had to like email one of my teachers in the eighth grade because they like had like you email like about like tell them yeah. about you and um mine my mom literally was like you know connor is like a really good kid but he's really really he has no self-confidence because i didn't back then i was very very self-conscious of everything i get it um there's also like one of those moments i don't know if i've talked about it on the podcast or anything but i had one of those like movie moments um i walked into so i went to this thing called like we used to have this skating rink called the great skate and we had, like, a school night, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And this is where that confidence, like, really fell. Mm-hmm. That and then the musical. Um, and I, there was this administrator whose daughter was, like, a little brat. Like, she was, like, a second grader or something. Like, okay. a little kid. She was doing one of those stupid, like, blue scooter things that you, like, had the handlebars on that you would, like, turn and it would move. Sure. And we were all rollerblading. Well, those little scooter things are supposed to just stay in the center. Well, homegirl went into, like, one of, like, the lanes of, like, roller skating. And I flipped over her. Oh, God. And wiped out. Dang it. Flash forward next day at school. Yeah. I walk into the cafeteria. Yeah. And one of those, like, moments happens that you only see in movies. Of someone going, ha, there's the fat kid that fell. And then everyone started laughing. Oh. It was one of those like movie moments. Gosh darn it! And it was that, and then um, the fact that my music teacher, we were, had the musical. Uh, it was Beauty and the Beast. Oh. I got casted as Belle's dad. Okay. And I go, is there a reason why I was casted as Belle's dad? And she goes, Well, you look the part. Yeah. I'm oh. like, so I'm like, you're, you're telling me that I just got it because I'm fat. Oh. Like I couldn't, cause I couldn't sing. Let's be fucking honest. Yeah, I could not sing. I was he hitting puberty. A, yeah, it was a moment. He had a song in that. Did you sing that in? Uh huh. Oh. And then the uh, I'm gonna call this out right now, cause I don't give a fuck. No fucks are given about my high school or anything. Uh, the our current class president of my high school. So like when I graduated, my class president, he started telling people that I had the body of a whale but the voice of a girl. That's terrible. Because of Beauty and the Beast. That's terrible. And that has resided in my head for a very long time. People say shit and you remember it. And they just don't think you're, like, gonna, like, they don't think you're gonna hold that against them. Nope. 
And ironically, not ironically, well, you know, nature being nature, the universe being whatever, he's like, he was short, but he's fucking like six foot now or something, like super, mm-hmm. like built, mm-hmm. like built like a fucking bodybuilder energy. Yeah. I'm like, wow, fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that, <clears throat> that pissed me off. But, um, oh, yeah. and then high school was bad. Um, High school's already developed a needing disorder. Yeah. So that happened. Um, I remember freshman year, I asked my mom for a hydroxy cut for my birthday. Crap. That was where it all kind of began. Uh, was that. Then I would just like not eat. Then that wasn't working. So I started throwing up. Yeah. Um, and then I would get really, really depressed about everything and just eat my feelings. So I yeah. literally hit anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating. I went the full circle. Oh, shit, <laughs> I was like, mm, fuck. Yeah. Um, so food and I have a very interesting history. And it, obviously, like, none of my things, I will say, like, I never was clinically diagnosed. But when you look at, like, all of the things that I did, if mm-hmm. I would have gone to a doctor or a therapist and been like, I did this, I would have been diagnosed. Yeah. Um, it was just very much, I kept a lot of things on the down low just because I was mm. very good at doing it. I was very good at hiding yeah. things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much growing up was like that. Like, yeah, I went through a lot. <laughs> Trauma. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, but yeah, it was just a lot of bullying. I mean, yeah, and it wasn't even like a lot of bullying for me being gay. It was like bullying for me just being fat. Yeah, and it was always me and this other kid because we were the two fat kids. No one ever got our names right. They would like always miss say our names. Just because you looked the same. Just because we looked the same in oh, air quotes. Oh, Connor, I'm sorry. And we don't, but. You know, what about you? <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, so I this is really sad, and mm-hmm. I mean this in a not dramatic way. Like okay. but you can also be dramatic. I mean I wouldn't care. I mean I am a Leo, so <laughs> um I always say not to be dramatic and then I'm like the most dramatic person ever. I feel that. Um, but I my first um memory of realizing that i was bigger than other people was in kindergarten oh my god (laughs) i was five um there was a girl that i like it's still the same but my mom she uh, when she described me as a little kid she's like you wanted to be everybody's friend that's cute though. yeah and so like i had these like pigtails and like these like chubby cheeks and like just like she always told me she was like you were always smiling like it was just so happy for me and so i wanted to be everybody's friend yeah the problem with that is i would be friends with people that didn't deserve to be friends with wow relatable to this very day so So anyway, so kindergarten, I was friends with this girl and I vividly remember at recess, we were in front of this like brick wall and she was like, I can't be your friend anymore. And I was, yeah, me with my pigtails, chubby cheeks, smile. I was like, why? What's wrong? I remember her name, like everything. I remember what she was wearing, everything. She looks at me and she goes, well, my mom said you're too fat. What? So I can't be your friend anymore. That doesn't make sense. I was five years old. Sense. I was five years old. You're too fat, so, so I, can't I can't be your friend be... anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Did you like? <sighs> I would have punched her. So I was five. See, as a five-year-old, though, I was very aggressive. I've been so, a kid in a year, so I was <laughs> like, 
Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know. So I went home and, like, mm-hmm. was like, hey, like, what does this mean? I was five. Yeah, you had no idea what actually being too fat was. Tore my mom up because oh. my mom suffers from, like, weight mm-hmm. issues. Um, I, I, I grew up in a family that, like, food was our healing. Yeah. Food was our celebration. Yeah. Food was our depression like Mm -hmm. every like food was just there all the time yeah and so she had not a great relationship with it because of her mom Mm -hmm. and she she is i'm just gonna reiterate my mom is such a wonderful beautiful person and she tried everything she could to not be that mom Mm -hmm. but the problem is is that like that involved her being like okay i don't want my daughter to grow up with the same problems that i have so like I did Weight Watchers with her at like eight years old. Mm, I get that. That's not right. She didn't know that. I'm not blaming her for things, but like I was counting calories at eight Eight years years old. old. Yeah. I should not be worrying about calories Mm -hmm. at eight years old. That's horrible. Um, And again, not, I am not blaming her. Please do not come after my mom. I will beat you up. (laughs) Yeah. Kenzie's mom is an icon. Don't, if you fuck with her, you fuck with all of us. There's an army. So, like, I love her two absolute pieces, but that was just her. She was thinking, she thought in the sense of, like, Mm -hmm. if I can help her, then she won't feel like how I felt. But the problem is that I had a grandma that fed us, like, I would eat the shittiest food at my grandma's house. Yeah, relatable content. Because that's your grandma. She would give me, like, for snacks. I remember her giving me, like, an apple and then, like, cheese and Mm -hmm. then crackers and pita butter, like, all on, like... But like a bunch of it. Girl, mine was cakes and cookies. Yeah, but like you know what I'm all saying. The time. And then she would get like I remember she would make like um, vegetables and it would be yeah. like it would be carrots, but it would be carrots with cheese and butter and like oh. like all this like like she's the one yeah. that like introduced me to like sour cream and ranch yeah. and like all this stuff and I'm like oh this stuff tastes good. Let me eat the hell out of it. Yeah. And so like you're growing up and you're you don't know and then like. I was also in a lot of sports, mm-hmm. so I just think I'm just a big boned person to begin with. Yeah. Because I was very active and yeah. I was still like the chubby kid. Yeah. So it was just really hard growing up mm-hmm. and, you know, worrying about that stuff so young. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think about it now and I'm like, wow, I have been dealing with this since for 20 years of my life. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I should not be thinking about stuff like that when I'm five, when I'm six, when I'm... Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know when... I don't think kids should even be worried about that in general. No, not at all. You should be a kid and live your life as a kid. And yeah. it's so hard for a parent, too, because they don't want your kid... You don't want... They, you don't want to see your kids go through that. And then I remember, you know, in, so my mom, she started working at the same school that I started, that I went to. Yes. So people, kids, like awful kids would come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, you're Miss Peggy's daughter. So that means that oh. you're baby Peggy. Oh my fucking yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh my fucking God. I know, right? God. Horrible. I would have, like, beat the shit out of a child. I know. Isn't that so sad? I mean, I got bullied so much. I got Mm -hmm. bullied in... One of the biggest ones was probably fourth grade. I got bullied by this awful human. Yeah. So bad. And um, the principal at the time, she was, like, vice principal at that time Mm -hmm. at Grant, the middle school, and now she's a principal at Illini now, and they all hate her. 
Um, so Atlanta's the elementary school, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my mom. I'm oh, sorry. My I was getting bullied at uh, middle school, and I, you know, was, it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I was so upset, and I was not a like violent kid obviously yeah i was just i never went to the principal's office for anything Mm -hmm. and this he was bullying me so bad about my weight one day that i like pushed him Mm -hmm. because he i would go home with bruises all over my body oh my god yeah like one time my mom she like looked at my back and i just had like bruises all over my back oh my god and my mom was like went to my dad and my dad literally took his truck went to the school and was like you know all this stuff insane and so they didn't like I got called down to the principal that mm-hmm. next day and she basically was like so what's the problem here? I was like a little girl and I was oh like oh I, like you know like I was like well you know so and so he's like really really hurting me and like all this stuff and she's like well I mean we're going to have to all grow up someday sweetie like this isn't like a, yeah it was really bad and so when I went back to class that day mm-hmm. I remember this like it's vividly like it happened yesterday yeah but the guy came up to me and he's like hey Mackenzie, miss um so and so told me i can't say anything if i don't have anything nice to say i can say it but i have to cover my mouth so he like they would come up to me him and his friends would be like Mackenzie, you're a mm," with like his hand in front of his mouth so he'd be like hey Mackenzie, you're a big fat fucking pig or like whatever they'd say with their hands over their mouth and they didn't do anything about it (laughs) i'm laughing because it's awful so yeah i was really bullied (laughs) girl it was a bad childhood it wasn't though i had a really good childhood but it was like those times that's our childhoods wow wild and crazy we had a very very uh shitty childhood i feel like we would have been friends we would have definitely been friends um so basically we're gonna talk about like boys next and like how like growing up plus size like really is affected not growing up like but being plus size like is Uh affected like dating and yep um the way men treat you which is a whole fucking moment. Um, and I guess to start, um, as the resident queer person, um, in the, I'm going to say gay community, not the queer community, because the queer and the gay community are two totally very different, different things. things. Um, the queer community is just like the LGBTQ spectrum in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more accepting when you put everyone together. So when it comes to the gay dating scene, uh, pretty much, if you are fat, you don't exist. Yeah. Now, if there are any homosexual men listening to this, and you say, uh, but, uh, but, uh, you're incorrect. I'm putting that down right now. I'm because screaming. Because being in the dating world from a very, very young age, <laughs> due to faults of my own. Um, <laughs> and Omegle. And other things. Um, <laughs> we may talk about that one day. I don't remember if we do or not. So, did we talk about that? What? Talk about what? Meeting grouped. No, we're doing that at one point in life. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. Because it's gonna be a different episode. Okay. Yup. <laughs> anyway, um, you tend to learn that in the queer, in not queer, in the gay community, you are only really shown genuine kindness by everyone if you are white, mm. masculine presenting, and thinner muscular. No, I am white. Okay, one check mark. <laughs> am I masculine? No, not at all. Love you though, but you I don't am, need to be. I'm very femme, but like in a, I'm a very ambiguous. I like to say that's why I'm not binary. I'm very ambiguous. Um, and then 
I also am, you know, round. <laughs> I'm not uh, muscular or thin. Because um, if you're muscular, you can be a daddy or a jock. It just, it, dating is really hard. I mean, I remember a moment, which, okay, I know, I know looking at it now, it was someone who I had an actual problem with in person. Uh, but I got a message on Grinder one day in the middle of class when I was at campus. Um, I was okay. in the middle of sociology, actually. Campus at? at- mm hmm. At the first college, yeah. Uh, and it was like, um, you're so fucking fat, go kill yourself. And then that was I not, remember that. That was not the first time I got that message. Ugh. It was the first time from that person. That person was also pointing out and mad at me because I was not in love with them. Go back to our college part episode. one episode. Yes, 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 yes. Because you'll hear it. It's the same fucking dude. Yes, 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 yes. Psychopath. Um, but that was like a common trend. Like majority of my dating life with men, it's like, oh, no, I'm not interested. You're too fat. Or like men would just like the shittiest thing that happens yeah is if you're on grinder it's always on fucking grinder um you wouldn't you would like not you would like look at their profile okay you would not respond to them because like when you look at someone's profile on grinder you can like see who looked at you yeah you would look at their profile and they would just message you no shut up i'm like no i'm like i didn't say a single fucking word i just was scrolling through all the homosexuals i hate people so much it's It's always like the super gym bros too and that's why like i like have a really kind of like an animosity towards like the gym but like we'll get into that later um but yeah it was very much a like you're too fat for me either you're too fat or the opposite Oh, I want to rub your belly. Ew, I hate I that. I love your big belly. It's so hot. Like, I hate that. Makes that. Me <laughs> like, like, I would rather have someone tell me to go kill myself than some, because I'm fat yeah. than someone tell me they only like me for my fat belly. Ugh! Seriously? I don't like it. I didn't have self-confidence. Okay. So that was very apparent. Mm-hmm. I would... I probably have a different story from other, like, if you look at, like, a more confident plus-size person, I'm yeah. sure their story's a little bit different. Yeah. Full transparency when, like, trying to date someone. I Okay, I didn't actively really date or try to date a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I never got the whole you're too fat yeah. to date me, which was very, you know. Now, I will say, though, if it was... Uh, I will say probably like 60% of it was how unconfident Mm -hmm. I was. A lot of men just didn't, like guys, Mm -hmm. because like obviously we're young. They're not men. Children. (laughs) Infantiles. (laughs) Infantiles. Didn't really come up to me and like want to actively like date me. But I also didn't actively try to, like, flirt or, like, mm-hmm. try to be, like, you know. Yeah. I would see all my friends have boyfriends, all my friends. I went through a very, like, hard single phase of, like, never being asked to prom, never yep. being, like, my first kiss was when I was 21. Yep. Um, first boyfriend, 21, like, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so I saw all this happening mm-hmm. and I'm like, why isn't it happening to me? Yeah. And so I fully put that on me being plus size. Oh, okay. So maybe part of it, probably part of it was, yeah. let's be real, because men are gross. Yeah. Um, but a, probably a good part of it was... Um, You're like laughing problem. 
my lack of confidence, but that comes from being plus mm-hmm. size and yeah. being, you know, not the pretty thin girl. I yeah. remember I would be with friends. Now, I did get this a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I would have a crush on someone and then they would be like, hey, Mackenzie, your friend's really cute. Oh, like, my I got God. it all the time. The story of my life. I hated it. Or when a guy kisses you. And then goes, mm, I didn't feel anything. And then ask your friend out the next morning. I hate that. So that like, was <laughs> that was a lot of it. And um, that was kind of like my dating experience. Yeah. And I found Matt and him genuinely calling me beautiful mm-hmm. and pretty and and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I like not to be weird, but like, I love your, like, I love your body. Like, I love like, you mm-hmm. know, but he would never say like, I love your curves or like, you know, the weird, like, like you're, you're fat, like so hot. Yeah. Whatever that is. Like he never has ever been like that. And it just made me, it was weird. It was like, wow, this is actually someone that's like looking at me and caring about me Mm -hmm. through the eyes of just someone that cares about you rather than looking at your physical appearance physical appearance yeah. and that's i think that's so hard for girls that are plus size guys that are plus size yeah. like that's like the first thing someone sees is mm-hmm. like our our weight and our yeah. like how we feel and that could not be always the case but yeah. that's always how at least we, we think, think and feel fully you know what else is annoying what? this is like not supposed to even be a segue but it is going to be a segue okay just like when i was growing up like talking mm-hmm. about growing up again like you go to the clothing store yeah and your friends all get to like when i would shop for homecoming dresses right oh, we went yes. to this shop called deb i don't know if you ever went to deb's I with your friends deb. okay so deb was great in the sense because it was not the oh my god our plus size section is the one all the way in the back yep. and there's like four rows of shit yeah you know and then that's it because like anytime you'd shop with your friends they would get the whole store yes and then you would get this like a little corner. crappy section or you would be shifting shifting through shirts and mm-hmm. pants which ironically the larges and the extra larges always sold out what is that one? Charlie Roos. Charlotte Roos was the same way. Yeah. They had one that side that was all skinny and then yep. one like fourth of the store mm-hmm. that was all, it was always the back corner. Yep. And it was like plus size clothes. I yep. remember because that's where I bought my first pair of jeans. Like I remember jeans. that. It was the bl- I think I was with you. I, I still have them to stay. Yeah, you were. It's I the was black, with you. The black ripped jeans. Yes. That I extra ripped now because I like to add holes in jeans. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I still have them in my closet somewhere. That's so funny. It's so fun. That's just me. It's so fun. <laughs> it should be like that anywhere you go. Isn't yeah. it fun? Really fucking true. It's really fucking awful. Yeah. You know what else is fucking awful? Capitalism. That's true. <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> speaking of jazz and yeah. something that like we can also segue into yeah. is um something she's really been helping me without uh, mm-hmm. with which i was really bad at when i was growing up is um food <laughs> uh, re, re fucking tweet. connor i literally i don't know if we've talked about this mm-hmm. but i am i have such a toxic relationship with food Retweet. i don't know if you do or not oh i very Probably. much do. um it's kind of a plus size thing isn't it Still to this day, I can tell you how many calories are in how many calories are in just about anything. You know, it's kind of scary. Hmm. That is a sign of an eating disorder. I'm sure it is. (laughs) I'm sure it is. It's bad, and I've gotten a lot better at it, which is good. But I mean, I'm still eating food, knowing what how many calories. Which is good that you don't care. 
sometimes I do, and that's what's mm-hmm. tricky. And I'm trying to work your way out of not caring. I used to have this thing, and I probably should go see a therapist. Yes. I used to, and still do. Um, when I'm eating a certain food, if it's not a good food, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the number of calories that are in the food while okay. I'm eating the food. The entire time I'm eating the food. Oh, tea. It's really bad. Because I tried calorie counting, yeah. and my brain would just hurt, and then I would get really anxious, and I would throw up. <laughs> See, it's not for everybody. If you are not healthy in the mindset, I had to get myself... Well, I had I would, to stop. I would stress out, because yeah. how many calories I would consume, that's why I would throw up. I had to stop calorie mm-hmm. counting mm-hmm. and get myself back into a healthy mindset of it. Yeah. Because what I'm doing now is I'm in like a variation, like a, yeah. like you have this many to this many and mm. you're, you're okay. Yeah. Which because life right now and science and wonderful things mm-hmm. is proving that eating 12,000 calories is actually really horrible for most people. Really? Because that's what women, they told women to eat was 12,000 cal- 1200 calories. Oh. 1200 calories should be what you're feeding your eight year old shit mm-hmm. with that i like never understood why everything is like oh you can't be fat fat is bad bad is fat like that was like the whole like that's what they teach you and i'm like listen okay maybe have you taught me how to properly healthily lose weight by incorporating more beneficial if i would have taken like a lifestyle health class i would have actually enjoyed pe maybe i would have maybe enjoyed you know eating better like losing weight like yeah there, there should be like a what not like a i guess wellness is what i'm thinking yeah of, like a wellness class that replaces health because health is just problematic in so many fucking ways if they taught a class replace health with wellness and wellness taught you about like sexual wellness yep mental wellness yep. and then physical wellness and within physical wellness they teach you like here are some options that you can do to try to be healthier with meals and like you do a little cooking class or something i think it'd be great or like here are some like let's have like a fun like day outside of just like walking like the nature trail or yeah whatever like that would have actually made me fucking care about my health what instead of telling me that like i'm going to die because would you get diabetes or have a heart attack or get cancer but i think that's about it yeah i think that's a bit i think that's about it connor yeah I, I feel that. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners what the next episode is? It's a little more positive than this one. Yeah, this has been this has been a moment. Yeah. Next one's going to be silly goofy. It's going to be silly goofy fun. You going to tell them what it is? <gasps> oh my gosh. So um, way back when, I think probably like two months ago. Yep. <laughs> we asked you guys on our Instagram. Connor, what's our Instagram? Uh, that's a mood PC. Um, we asked you guys, what are some things that you randomly want us to rank? And so we did. And so we did. And it's so fun. We had a really good time with it. It's It's not going to be the last time we do something like that because that was really genuinely so much fun. So get ready for that. We talk about what's your favorite topic. We probably talked about shit. Um, twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was SpongeBob quotes. Yes. So get ready for that. And Connor already told you about the Instagram. Make sure you follow us on that because we keep up with that um, during the weeks that we're not here with episodes. Yep. And also follow us on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Um, If you have any thoughts about uh, this episode in particular, leave a comment in the 
comment section. It's like a Q&A section. If you have any questions or you just want to give you a little feedback and advice, let us know. Heart. I don't know how to... F- I can't do a fucking heart right Wave now. Wave at Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we love you guys so, 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 so much. We love we you. we will see you in the next episode, which is not this one because this was an over with. Goodbye.